Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's really great having you here and uh, it's really awesome having you all listen and share reviews and share ideas from time to time. It has been a great blessing to me. So today I'll be talking about leadership and a lot of my thoughts on leadership is formed from a book I recently read, um, Ego is the Enemy, or a lot of the thoughts in this podcast is formed from a book I recently read, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And it's a really great book, I recommend it to, to anyone who would like to read and understand how ego can destroy a person and how uncontrolled ego can pull down great empires and destroy really great leaders or people with great potential to be leaders and uh, you see so many examples of people who achieved great things and people who allowed their ego destroy them so one thing one major thing i learned from the book is regardless of how high you go there's still an opportunity to improve and regardless of how much you think you have achieved don't let it get into your head because the moment it gets into your head you're no longer focused on the objective instead you're playing to the crowd you want the crowd to notice you want your boss to know that oh yeah i'm, I'm, I'm actually working really hard or you want people to know what you're doing those are often leading indicators that show that something is wrong somewhere and then the results will just be the lagging indicators so I, I took some time out to really study and understand the requirements of leadership and how it changes a person. So we all have personalities, we all have uh, mannerisms, we all have a way of doing things and the way we believe things should be done. And the higher you go, depending on the organization, you realize that the call to leadership it's really a high call. There's always a statement that is often lonely at the top. And I understand why that statement would exist. The truth is, if you look at leaders, great leaders around the world, there's so much they cannot do. Maybe they would lo- love to do it, but they just can't. They can't because of where they are placed. So basically, they are no longer living for themselves, they are living for others. For example, Joe Biden, the current president of the United States of America, regardless of how much he loves skydiving, I doubt he will jump out of a plane. I I don't even think his security detail will allow him to go skydiving, if he loves skydiving. There are so many things. If you want to go to certain places, you can't just wake up one morning and take a vacation. And say okay i'm not president for the next three days because i have to go and have a vacation and then you hand over authority you really cannot do a lot of things that you would love to do the people on the international space station they can't just walk to the next room and see their families but they're leaders there they're there as leaders leading the frontier in space exploration and uh, charting the course for humanity so leadership has a cost Leadership has a price to pay. Most times we are often overwhelmed by the results, the attention they get from media, the power they hold. But with great power comes great responsibility. And 
look at people who have lost their leadership positions because of scandals, because of certain one or two things they had done. Most of those things they had done are things that a normal person, any other person could have done and the consequences would not be that high. You look at athletes that got um, retrenched from their jobs or they cut their contract. Most of what they did are things that if someone else did it, nobody would really bat an eye. Nobody would really pay so much attention to whatever is going on and to just be swept under the rug. So leaders are few. The consequences are high. There are certain things you cannot say. A statement you make could just be taken as the position of your country or the position of your church or the position of your company. So you have to be careful what you say up to what you like on Instagram. So there are people who watch what you like on Instagram, especially Twitter that shows likes. So some people actually check what you like and certain things you say have a very high consequence. And then there's the issue of ego. So a lot of people, if not everyone, have egos. They have a way they see themselves. They have a way that they visualize themselves. And their lives are ruled by the images of themselves they have. So most times, these images can dissuade you from reality. Most times, achievements can becloud your judgment. There's often the statement of be confident, but don't be overconfident. Overconfidence makes you believe that I did it yesterday, I can do it again today. And because I can do it again today, I really don't have to go through all the checks I did yesterday. Then I was a rookie, now I'm an expert. And that overconfidence will often lead to an incident, an accident, an injury, damage to your reputation, damage to the reputation of your company, damage to so many things. Because one person decided to be overconfident in their abilities, in the image they have of themselves. So knowing that it's lonely at the top and that ego can destroy you at any moment in time if you let it, what then can one do? What then can one do if one desires to be a leader? I believe first one must understand the demands, must know what is required of leaders. Understanding the requirements will better aid your preparation. When you understand what is expected of leaders, you are better equipped to make the right decisions, whether you want to be a leader or whether you don't want to be a leader, based on this specific fact. I look at CEOs of companies and I realize that quite a number of them, especially Fortune 500 companies, they are not, most of what they post on social media is either about the charity they are doing or an event for the company. Their lives are just about the company they are working for. Look at, look at their LinkedIn very few personal stuff twitter very few personal stuff most of them you don't even know who their children are or even their partners their spouses are so it's just about the company so you must understand that the vision the company the country whatever it is that you lead will engulf you look at the basketball coach steve kerr his whole identity is golden states 
That's what engulfs him. Think of Michael Jordan. He has a shoe company, yeah. But what comes to your mind most times is basketball. Think of Elon Musk. What comes to your mind is Tesla, SpaceX. Maybe the boring company. So there are so many things that you must realize that your identity becomes you are a representative of this company. You're representing something. You're representing people. So your actions or inactions could be interpreted as something that could hurt the people. Keranos is a very good example, Elizabeth Holmes. And uh, the company crashed. A lot of investors lost money. Why? Because the person at the helm of leadership wasn't honest. Wasn't honest. And that particular characteristics of that person who was leading the company wrecked the whole company, wrecked their whole identity and sent a lot of investors to lose a lot of money and a lot of court cases came out of that. So one must realize that one, you're representing not just yourself, but you're representing people. We bring this down to family. You're, you're a child from a home. You're not just representing yourself. You're representing your family. You're representing a name, your family name. So your identity is not just tied around your first name, but it's the people you represent. And the information you give people in terms of your attitude, your behavior, your mannerism, the way you interact with them, is the basic information they will use to judge whomever has that surname, especially if they know they are related to you. So leadership is not just about, I'm the CEO of the company, I am um, the president of Nigeria, no. Even in your space, you're representing a family, you're representing a home, you're representing a culture, you're representing a race. So wherever you are, however you behave, is what people will use to judge other people like you. Other people from your family, other people from your country, other people from your region. And this looks like a lot of responsibility, right? It looks like this is quite a lot. But then, realize that everybody is a personal brand. And the only information people have of you is what you show them. So what do you want to show them? Would you let ego destroy who you are, destroy the person you are? Because you feel you're something and someone didn't give you the respect you needed, hence you set the whole building on fire. Or would you be an active learner, an active listener? Someone who's willing to contribute at every opportunity, regardless of where they are positioned. The truth is it will be lonely very lonely sometimes because you realize that not so many people have the same mindset as you do life does not mean the same thing to you as it does to another person everybody has a different meaning of life but indeed you find other lonely people and form a community so set the goal in mind define who you want to be do I want to be a leader? Do I want to provide clarity? Do I want to live by example? Or do I just want to be among the crowd and be a spectator in my own life? Will I let ego destroy me? Will I let ego consume me? Or will I do one better and put down my ego, quell my pride?
pride, put an end to it, and focus on what is in front of me and our objectives. It's a tough one, honestly, but it's a decision you should make early. Because those early decisions may will guide who you become eventually. It's never too late to start. It only begins when you realize the importance of starting. My name is Jethro Samakos. Thank you for listening to my Leadership Muse. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope to see you in the next episode. Goodbye.